Hello? Yes, this is the Falcon speaking. Oh, Virginia. I'm glad you called. Now you'll have to cancel me out tonight, Angel. Army intelligence is flying me to Berlin. Yeah, it seems some boy there set up a murder that's as pretty as a picture, and they figure I'll look good in the frame. Once again, the National Broadcasting Company brings you the transcribed Adventures of the Falcon, starring Les Damon. The Adventures of the Falcon, dedicated to private investigators everywhere. Those hard-hitting detectives who, like Mike Waring, risk their lives to aid law enforcement agencies. So join him now when the Falcon solves The Case of the Careless Corpse. There's one nice thing you can say about working for Army Intelligence. You certainly get around. How else would a guy like me get to see such wonderful places like Berlin and meet such interesting people like Maxwell Oppenheimer? And just in case you're curious... Maxwell is a cute-looking character in the tight-fitting green suit and the gray gloves, surveying the crowd at the Europa, a sidewalk cafe near the Willemstrasse. To look at him, you'd think he didn't have a care in the world, and you'd be right. Maxwell lets the next man do the worrying. Why, Herr Christopher, imagine finding you here. You're late, Maxwell. I could not help myself. I received your message at five o'clock. You're lying. Schnabel told me he spoke to you at noon. I never can hide things from you, can I, Christopher? Sit down. Okay. Schnabel tell you about your assignment? He started to, but I prefer to get my instructions firsthand. This way there's no chance of a misunderstanding. An American intelligence officer named Michael Waring arrives from Madrid this evening. He has an appointment tomorrow morning with Professor Heinrich Schiller. The expert on rockets? Yes. Would be in the best interests of the Communist Party if that appointment were never kept. I think it can be arranged. Where does the Herr Professor live? At 14 Leopoldstrasse, with his wife, Margot. Margot? She's an American. What an amazing coincidence. Here, Professor Schiller, a German, is married to an American. And you, an American, are married to a German. Suppose we leave my personal life out of this. Yes, of course. You are to introduce yourself to Schiller as an agent of American intelligence. You'll find all the necessary credentials in this wallet. Tell him Waring sent you around to pick him up. Where would you like to have him delivered? To the bakery and Leipzigstrasse. I'll try to make arrangements to smuggle him into East Berlin on Wednesday. I'll be only too happy to look after him till then. I don't want him hurt, Maxwell. Why, Christopher, it never once entered my mind. I mean it. Professor Schiller can be very useful to the party. I wouldn't touch a hair on his head. Unless, of course, it was absolutely necessary. I'm warning you, Maxwell. I only meant I would resort to violence purely as a last resort. You know, I'm always ready to sacrifice my desires for the party. I hope the Herr Professor will be as cooperative. Yes? Excuse me, but I would like very much to see Herr Professor Heinrich Schiller. Well, of course. I'm Frau Schiller. Won't you come in? Danke, you're very kind. Uh, whom shall I say is calling? Permit me. Maxwell Oppenheimer. United States Army Intelligence. What do you want with my husband? 
Well, naturally, we are very interested in his experiments with rockets. Naturally. But when he was in a concentration camp, who cared? Oh, you say that with a great deal of bitterness. Why can't you leave us alone? Everybody wants to use him. First the Nazis, now you people and the communists. Frau Schiller. Hasn't he suffered enough? Why don't you stop bothering him? I'm sure the Herr Professor does not feel this way. If I could have a word with him... He is not home. That's very strange. I spoke to him on the telephone, not more than... Margot. Yes? Ah, is there someone to see me? No. Ah, Herr Professor Schiller, I believe. Yes? I'm Axel Oppenheimer. Your lovely wife told me you were out. Why, Margot? Because they're all the same. They're all trying to use you. They just want to pick your brains and... Oh, please, Liebson, what will our guest think? I don't care what he thinks. I must apologize for my wife, Herr Oppenheimer, but ever since I was released from Dachau, she's most concerned for me. It's very understandable. Well, Herr Waring is waiting for us. Shall we go? Of course. No. No, I won't let you. You're going to stay out of this, Heinrich. This is none of your concern. Now, Liebson, you are upsetting yourself. I warn you, if you go with him, don't expect to find me here when you come back. You are talking like a child. I mean it. You'll never see me again. Never. All right, Herr Oppenheimer. If you are ready. By all means. Auf Wiedersehen, Liebson. Heinrich! Oh, Heinrich, Heinrich. <laughs> I believe this is the one. Yes. If you'll wait till I turn on the lights. Ah, there we are. Be so good as to enter. Thank you. I know it isn't much, but please try to make yourself comfortable. I... I find this very strange, Herr Oppenheimer. You don't like my room, Professor? Well, it, it is hardly what I expected. You mean the bakery in front? Yes. We think it's very dramatic. Who would ever suspect such a proletarian establishment would Where I... is Herr Waring? Herr Waring? The gentleman I was supposed to meet. Oh, yes. He'll be here in a few minutes. In the meantime, perhaps a little schnapps? No, thank you. Herr Oppenheimer... My friends call me Maxwell. May I see your credentials? Isn't this rather late? May I see them, please? Suppose they do not meet with your approval. That would complicate matters. If Herr Wedding arrives, you just tell Herr him... Professor, you're not thinking of leaving. Yes. If I've offended you in any way... Will you be good enough to open this door... I wish you didn't feel like this, because you leave me no choice. Put away that gun. Doesn't it frighten you? No. Not even a little bit? Are you going to open this door? You know, Professor, I admire men of spirit. They offer a challenge I can never resist. Oh, never. Oh. How do you feel, Professor? Oh... I'm so sorry. I guess it proves there must be something to feminine intuition. Remember your wife said if you left with me, you'd never see her again. Well, she was absolutely right. Oh. 
second. Oh, hello. Um, I- I'm looking for Mike Waring. Well, you picked the best possible place. Come in. Thank you. Is is he angry with me? Is who angry with you? My husband. He should have known I never meant what I said. Uh, do you mind if we take this from the top of the page? I'm a little confused. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have introduced myself. I'm Margot Schiller. Margot Schiller? Wait a minute. You're not Professor Heinrich Schiller's wife? Yes. Well, what do you know? Sit down. Oh, thank you. I knew he was married, but I assumed it was to a German. Well, didn't your assistant tell you? My assistant? The little man you sent to pick up Heinrich, the one in the green suit. When was this? You did send someone. Now, look, Mrs. Schiller... Well, didn't you? No, I just got into Berlin an hour ago. But he used your name. There must have been a leak. You're lying. You've hidden him somewhere. No better. Well, then what happened to him? He was supposed to meet you. Not till tomorrow. He was kidnapped. Yes, I'm afraid so. Now, this man who came for him... They'll kill him. No, they won't. They wouldn't dare. Why? Are you going to stop them? Oh, why couldn't you leave us alone? Now, look, Mrs. Schiller, I know you're upset. Let me take you home. No. Please. And I promise you, we'll get your husband back. You promise me. Now, I know how you feel, but give us a chance anyway. Now, let me drive you home. I'll get to work on it right away. Is it? Just a moment. Hello, Christopher. Where is he? Huh? Professor Schiller. Oh, in the bedroom. Is he all right? But of course. We spent a very enjoyable evening. We've got to get him into the Soviet zone immediately. I thought you said we'd move him Wednesday. We can't wait. American intelligence has ordered a house to house. What's the matter with him? Nothing. He's covered with blood. Oh, I can explain that, Christopher. He he had a little accident. He what? He tripped over that table. It, it was very dark. Schiller. Schiller. I think he's asleep. You stupid, blundering fool. He's dead. You must be mistaken, Christopher. Herr Professor. You killed him. No, no, I give you my word. I, I... told you not to touch him. I... Shouldn't have done that, Christopher. But I forgive you. You forgive me? What do you think Moscow will say about this? You wouldn't report me. Wouldn't I? Please, Christopher. I know I've been a terrible disappointment to you, but if you give me another chance, I may surprise you yet. You and your children can expect to live long thanks largely to better medicine and surgery, but you could expect to live even longer were it not for the danger of automobile accidents. If driver education could be taught in all of our schools instead of only a third of them, it might someday help to save the life of your own son or daughter. If your schools don't have these courses, demand driver education for your children. And in your own automobile, remember to drive as though your life depends on it. It does. Now back to the adventures of the Falcon. So, like they say in Time magazine, death came for her, Professor Schiller, at the ripe old age of 42. 
But the first I knew of it was some six hours later when I received a call from the West Berlin police. They had fished a body out of the spree and they thought I might be interested. I was. Then I remembered the promise I made to Margot Schiller. And I thought if I couldn't return her husband sound of wind and limb, the least I could do was show myself. I figured to be a mighty poor substitute. Oh, Mr. Waring. May I come in? Did you find him? Yes. Well, where is he? You said the minute you did, you'd bring him home. I know. Well, then why... He isn't dead. Yes, he is. I knew it. I knew it had to end this way. Oh, why couldn't you leave us alone? You don't understand. I understand that my husband's dead. Isn't that enough? And you feel we're responsible? Yes, I do. He was a scientist. You had no right to involve him in cheap politics. This isn't cheap politics, Mrs. Schiller. We're fighting people to whom decency means nothing. Your husband's murder proves that. He was killed by common form agents. Well, I promise you... You promised me that you'd bring him back safe and sound. I know, but he was dead when I said that. Now, this man who claimed to be my assistant, what name did he use? I don't remember. But what did he look like? I can't remember that either. I don't think you're trying. You're absolutely right. Don't you want to see your husband's murder avenged? It will be, Mr. Waring. But I intend to take care of it myself. And now, if you'll forgive me, I think I would like to be alone for a while. Yes? I would like very much to speak with Frau Margot Schiller, please. Uh, This is she. Forgive me for disturbing you at a time like this, Frau Schiller, but I have just read of the unfortunate death of your husband. Permit me to extend my condolences. But who is this? You do not know me, but I feel I can be of some service. Would you be interested in knowing the man responsible for the Herr Professor's murder? What? Please do not think me a crank. I'm really well informed. Your husband was kidnapped by a little man named Maxel Oppenheimer. How do you know that? Are you convinced I'm not a crank? Yes. Well, the murder was ordered by an American named Vincent Christopher. Vincent Christopher? Yes. And from what I've heard of your affection for your husband, I am sure you will put this information to excellent use. Good hunting, Frau Schiller. Operator. Operator. Your order, please. I gave my order 20 minutes ago. This is Mr. Christopher, Suite 4A. I asked you to get me Grenadier, 413. I wish to speak to Maxel Oppenheimer. I'm sorry, Mr. Christopher, but that number does not answer. That's impossible. Try it again. Shall I ring you back? No, I'll hang on. Is that you, Gabrielle? Where have you been? I told you... I told you. Here, Christopher, is there something wrong? Here, Christopher. Hello, Mr. Schiller. You know, this is getting to be ridiculous, Mr. Waring. I'm sorry, but it can't be helped. Can you spare me a couple of minutes? What's the point? I've already told you everything I know. Well, maybe this time I can tell you something. All right, come in. Sit down. Thank you. Did you ever hear of a man named Vincent Christopher? 
Should I? I hope not. He was shot to death an hour ago at the Kaiser Wilhelm. In going through his room, the police found these papers. Would you care to look at them? Not particularly. Well, I definitely established that Christopher was the number one man in the communist apparatus in West Berlin. So? So there's no doubt he was responsible for your husband's kidnapping, if not his death. I see your point. And now with Mr. Christopher's murder, I become the most obvious suspect. Yes. But this all assumes that I knew who Christopher was. Someone might have tipped you off. Who, for example? That's what I intend to find out. Well, I wish you luck. But there's one thing that puzzles me. Just what side are you on? According to you, Christopher was a communist. That doesn't justify his murder. That's one of the differences between the Reds and ourselves. So you intend to find his killer? Yes, I do. Well, far be it for me to keep you from your self-appointed task. Good day, Mr. Waring. I hope never to hear from you again. Who is it? Who is it? Hello, Gabrielle. What are you doing here, Maxwell? I just heard about poor Christopher. Naturally, I came immediately. That was very foolish. He was my friend. I wouldn't feel right if I failed to pay my respects to his widow. I'm sure he would have been happy to do as much for me. Would you happen to have a cigarette? You'll find some in that container. Ah, Christopher's favorite brand. He was so fond of them. You had better leave, Maxwell. The police were here all afternoon. They may return. But I have nothing to hide. I wonder if you can say as much. Huh? I have a feeling you are not overly fond of your husband. You are insane. Oh, please don't misunderstand me, Gabrielle. I don't blame you in the least. Vincent was very difficult. I remember one night at the theater when he struck you for forgetting the tickets... My heart went out to you. Don't It's true. I'm very fond of you, Gabrielle. I feel I owe you a great deal. You might just as easily have told Frau Schiller I was responsible for her husband's death. What are you talking about? A very dear friend of mine operates the switchboard in the hotel here. I'm afraid she was guilty of eavesdropping. Yes, she, uh, she heard you telephone Frau Schiller. If that's all you have to say. Oh, no, I have lots more. Well, I'm not interested in hearing it. I wish you wouldn't take that attitude, Gabrielle. We should be kind to one another. As Christopher's widow, you have so much, and I have so little. Are you attempting to blackmail me? It isn't as though I wanted a great deal. 50,000 marks would suit me fine. Get out. I think I'm being very reasonable. I said get out. You know, it's a funny thing, but your husband did that to me. Then the poor fellow was killed. I do hope you will have better luck. Auf Wiedersehen, Liebchen. Intelligence, Major Thornhill speaking. Would it be possible for me to talk with Herr Michael Waring? Well, I don't see why not. Hey, Mike. Yeah? For you. Who is it? He didn't say. 
Hello? Chair wearing? That's right. Who's this? I don't believe my name would mean anything to you. Now try me. I would rather not. You wouldn't be Maxel Oppenheimer. Maxel Oppenheimer? I never heard of the gentleman. You don't know what you're missing. I've just been going through Vincent Christopher's diary. Oh? Yes, he thought very highly of your talents. He liked me. I bet everybody does. Did you kill him? Of course not. But you did kill Professor Schiller. Oh, no. According to Christopher, you did. Oh, he was mistaken. Yes, I'll bet. Uh, Major. Yeah? I've got Comrade Maxwell on the wire. Try to run it down. Will do. You're wearing? Yeah. I hope you're not being so childish as to attempt to trace this call. Oh, never once entered my mind. All right, what can I do for you, Maxwell? Nothing, but uh, I would like to do something for you. Why? It's my nature. Would you be interested in the name of the party who informed Margot Schiller that Christopher was responsible for her husband's death? Definitely. It was Christopher's wife, Gabrielle. You're crazy. Why should she do that? Can you think of a better way to get rid of an unwanted husband? You might have a point there. If I'd been of any service, I'm delighted. Hello, Maxwell. Maxwell! Did he hang up? Yeah. Were you able to run it down? No. That's tough. Well, if anyone else calls, tell them I've gone over to see Frau Christopher. I hate to stick my neck out, but I'll lay you six to five. This is in the bag. Yes. Frau Christopher? That is correct. Glad to know you. I'm Mike Waring. Mike Waring? Yes, I'm investigating your husband's murder for the American authorities. Oh, won't you come in? Thank you. Please make yourself comfortable. I don't mind if I do. Can I offer you a drink? Well, being Irish, I'll take some Jameson's if you have it. I have it. Uh, You feel up to answering a few questions? Of course. Thanks. Uh, Were you aware of Herr Christopher's political activities? Political activities? Mm -hmm. He was a writer. Well, that was just a blind. Actually, he was head man in the communist cell in West Berlin. Seems incredible. He didn't confide much in you, did he? No. Tell me something, Herr Waring. If Vincent was, as you say, a communist... He was. Then he was your enemy. Why are you so determined to solve his murder? Well, I know it sounds ironic, but that's how we do things in a democracy. Anyway, I've got a peach of a theory I'd like to uh, try on you for size. Well? Well, suppose someone who hated your husband figured Professor Schiller's death was a heaven-sent opportunity. I do not see how. Well, all this party would have to do is inform Margot Schiller that your husband was responsible for her husband's death. But who would do such a horrible thing? <laughs> What's your guess? Maxwell Oppenheimer. (laughs) It certainly is a small world. You thought of him, too? No, Maxwell thought of you. I do not understand. Oh, sure you do, Angel. You were the one who tipped off Margot Schiller, but you couldn't depend on her to do anything about it, so as the saying goes, you took matters into your own hands. You think I killed Vincent? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't think it was that funny. But it is. However, I would not tell it to the Berlin police. Oh, why not? Well, at four o'clock when Vincent was shot, I was at the Chancellery being interviewed by an officer named Hans Gerhardt. 
I wish to renew my driver's permit. But if you were at the chancellery... Obviously, I could not be here at the hotel murdering my husband. Still, it was a most ingenious theory, Herr Waring. Drop by again, if you ever think of another. Most of us are now enjoying a happy Labor Day weekend, or thinking of it anyway. But we should always keep in mind that these long weekend holidays are often tragic times for some of us who start out gaily to enjoy them. More than 1,300 American families will lose one or more of their loved ones in accidents on the highways. Last year, when Memorial Day fell in the middle of the week and was a one-day holiday, traffic accidents cost 85 lives. But over the Labor Day weekend, which always lasts three days, the average was 153 deaths a day in traffic mishaps. This clearly spells out the difference in the traffic death tolls of short and long national holidays. At all times, and particularly on long holiday weekends, drive as though your life depends on it. It does. Now back to the adventures of the Falcon. So, for the 999th time, I learned what it means to fall flat on your face. And after Gabrielle Christopher pulled the rug from under me, I picked myself up and took a stroll on Unter den Linden. When I didn't find inspiration there, I made for the nearest phone booth and dialed American intelligence. Unlike Shakespeare, I hoped there was something in a name. Intelligence, Major Thornhill speaking. Hello, Thorny, this is Mike Waring. Where the devil have you been? Out communing with nature. Well, hustle back here as fast as you can. We just picked up Max Loppenheimer. Wonderful. Not so wonderful. He refuses to talk. Well, maybe he needs lessons. Huh? Suppose we confront him with Margot Schiller. If she identifies him as the man who kidnapped her husband, that might do the trick. Say, it might at that. Yeah, well, keep your fingers crossed, soldier. I'll make it as fast as I can. understand you, Mr. Waring. You think if I had identify this Maxwell Oppenheimer, it might induce him to confess? It might. Well, you don't seem too confident. Well, I was originally, but now I'm beset by doubts. I can see Maxwell admitting to your husband's murder, but not to Christopher's. Why not? For the obvious reason. He didn't do it. Well, then who did? Well, that's the question of the hour. You know, we discovered who tipped you off that Christopher was the man responsible for your husband's kidnapping. Who? His wife, Gabrielle. Well, that doesn't make sense. Sure it does. She wanted to get rid of him, and she figured if you knew his name, you'd take care of it for her. But she must be insane. No, as a matter of fact, she's pretty clever. Because that's exactly what did happen. Are you suggesting... Yes, I am. Why didn't you let her do her own dirty work, Margot? That way it would have been easier on all of us. All right, Angel, let's go. Just called for Paris Express passengers, Mike. I guess that means me, Major. Yeah, I guess it does. I'll bet you're happy to see me go. 
Well, I would have been happier if you never stopped by in the first place. Did you have to nail Margot Schiller for Christopher's murder? It was my job, Tony. Now, why couldn't it have been one of the others? Well, I wish it had been, too. But that's life for you. Every once in a while, the only decent actor in the cast has to be it. Believe me, I'm as sorry as you are that this was one of them. So long, Major. Case of the Jack of Diamonds. The Case of the Jack of Diamonds. That's the title of next week's adventure of the Falcon. When Mike Waring learns that when the cards are marked, someone's bound to make a killing. The Adventures of the Falcon are based on the famous character created by Drexel Drake, produced and transcribed by Bernard L. Schubert. Written by Eugene Wang and directed by Richard Lewis. Les Damon was starred as the Falcon, with Leslie Woods as Margot. This program came from New York. Fred Collins speaking. Mm-hmm.